be out in Burrowhead. Butker's kick is up. The spinning kick high. Floating in the air. And it is good. Good. Burrowhead my ass. They said they run the damn AFC. They lie. They said we wasn't going to whoop their ass. They lie. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions. And welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, tonight you got myself Neil back from our summer break. Uh, I'm joined by usual partner in crime, Tomo. Tomo, how are you doing, man? Hello, hello. How are we? How's, how's married life treating you? Great, thank you. Very, very Bet. good. Uh, Still in the honeymoon phase, kind of. Yeah, man. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> leave it uh, there. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it there, yeah. Um, <laughs> and we've got uh, a new addition to the crew this evening. Um it's it's not everyone you get a star or every week you get a star of um tv hit tv show um on your podcast and this week we have someone who was in welcome to Wrexham um he came to Kansas City (laughs) with us and was dishing out stickers like you wouldn't believe um and he is it's not actually your first appearance here is it because you did appear on the live from Kansas City. So I'm going to say hi to James. James Harrison is joining hey. us today. Hey. Hi, hi, gents. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I did appear on the uh, the, hungover, the hangover breakfast uh, edition. <laughs> I couldn't remember which day we'd recorded that. Yeah, that was the hungover one, wasn't it? I think yeah. it was the, wasn't it the night after the Andy Reid shirt night, I think. Yeah. Uh, which just yeah. surprised the game, I think. I think. But, yeah. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> a hazy memory. I think most memories of Kansas City were pretty <laughs> yes. hazy, to be honest with you. Um, lots lots of good cool. ones, but lots of hazy ones. Yes, yeah, so that was a very enjoyable weekend. Uh, and you, of course, you were in Dublin as well with us for the the Super Bowl. Yeah, another uh, well, less less sleep than uh, trip to Kansas, I think that one. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was a memorable <laughs> one. Absolutely. Um, so Jay, I, I did say before we started recording, we'll get the tell us about yourself, James. Go on. Uh, currently 43 um so uh been a chief fan since about 1990 uh my cousin um met someone from kansas city moved over there got married uh i was watching the nfl on the old uh, channel 4 program back in the uh, late 80s 90s didn't have a team she sent me uh a chief's number plate for christmas and i was like oh that'll be my team then and sort of uh, stuck with it ever since really and uh yeah over the years i've seen some uh hopeful starts and uh, disappointing ends and uh, now currently quite enjoying the, uh, the the last few years often often the disappointing ends coming not long after the hopeful starts as well yeah just just you know sometimes i miss those days when you you might pretend to get the number one overall pick but then i, I slap myself around the face and say what am i saying yeah enjoy enjoy this while we can exactly um so we're We've got a few things to talk about tonight. I, I wanted to start off with something that isn't specifically Chiefsy related, but it's something we have talked about a lot, and that's the um, the surprise in the league that running backs don't matter. And it kind of it puzzles me a bit why people are only just kind of cottoning on to this because. This has been around for a number of years now with the the analytics people, and 
unless you have unless you have an elite running back, the rest of them are much of a muchness. Um, like we've we've got Clyde, who allegedly we're trying to trade. I I, I don't see a market for him. Um, like guys, James, where are you on running backs? Let's start with a nice easy question. I mean, running backs going back, you know, like you said, they were a big important part. Teams were built around running, uh, you know, running backs. It's not often you see. Derrick Henry's probably the last example of a team that have, you know is is the main offense. There's obviously pass catching runbacks that still do quite well. Christian McCaffrey, a few others, but generally you can go in there and get an undrafted. You can get a low draft pick that can do just the same sort of job. Um, and unfortunately, as much as they're a flashy, you know, product coming out of college, and there there's a lot of them. Uh, they can do similar stuff. Um, and unfortunately, they're not as durable uh, because of the the physicality of the game. Um, so you might get two or three years. Why pay someone? As, as harsh as it sounds, they're they're almost like the uh, the meat grinder type player, aren't they? They sort of, you know, we'll we'll get the best few years out of them and then pass on to the next. Um, I I think this like it's like you said, the statistics sort of show that teams are cottoning onto that. Why pay someone that you know may not make that second contract at all? It's a business decision, isn't it? Like. Yeah, it's how how do you best use your cap space, and like and statistically, it's not by paying running backs big money. And we've just you know we've we've dropped on Pacheco, potentially Prince is another one coming through now, but you know in two years time Pacheco, potentially do you extend him that one year, or is he another one that goes on once the contract and we don't pay it, someone will or someone won't. There's plenty on the scrappy. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, there's still Tomo. There's still like Zeke is still on the market, isn't he? Um, yes, I believe. There's so. a couple of. I think Dalvin Cook of, still. Dalvin Cook is still on the market. Yes. So like, I think it is. Though. I, I think I think you, I think James hit nail on the head. It's not. It's not that they don't matter because they very much do matter. It's the value versus worth you. Running backs on on their first contract are incredibly incredibly valuable, but you just you basically can't pay anybody. You basically can't pay any running back, and the value is just not there. Like, I mean, what's just what's Pacheco even worth? Like, say say Tingo, I want Pacheco. What what's he worth? Like, I don't. He's we drafted him in the seventh round and. <clears throat> Because he's on a rookie contract, what would someone even trade for him? It's it's such a weird market. You wouldn't even know what value to put on him. Whereas if you had a wide receiver that had done the same kind of quality of work that Pacheco's done, you go, oh, he's worth his weight in gold with four years left on his contract. You probably still would get nothing for Pacheco because, like you say, it's just so many different options. It's, it's such a weird position. And I think they're cottoning onto it. Like, didn't they have a meeting? Didn't Nick Chubb? Hold a meeting. Or... They had a Zoom call. Yeah, it was Eckler called the Zoom call, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Oh, well. <clears throat> it's, um, such, it's so strange. I'd, I'd love to know what their kind of solution would be. Yeah, I that I don't know because, like, I mean, running backs should be paid more. Okay, where is that money coming from? Are you paying? other players in your team less just to give running backs more or 
are you coming up with a supplemental running back fund? Like, who's paying for that? It's just, yeah. I, I, I don't have any answer for this. Just a really, really strange. It's and it, it just seems these... to have all come along at once. But you've got like we we've got the two extremes right. We drafted Clyde in the first round with our highest pick of that draft, and he's given us such little value. And then we've drafted Pacheco in the what was he seventh round? Seventh, yeah, late seventh. And, and he and he's given us all the value in the world and run us to a Super Bowl with the support of others. But this goes on to my theory that running backs won't exist in the NFL in within ten years, like. The position will exist, but a running back as a player won't exist. I think you'll end up in a situation where you have a million variations of Debo where you essentially don't want to identify as a running back. You want to identify as a wide receiver that can run and you'll get put back there every so often. And you'll probably be the team's like allocated running back, but you'll be a wide receiver. You'll you will get drafted as a wide receiver. Your skill set will be as a wide receiver because you don't want to be associated as a running back. And that's the only way that I see there being a future uh, like this. What you know, like on this Zoom call that Eckler's talking about that. That's the only way you're going to get paid is if you offer value as a wide receiver that can run. I, I can't see what. Why would you want it? Why would you grow up wanting to be a running back? Yeah, I agree. Pass catching, I think, is the way forward for him. And you're, what you'll mm-hmm. probably get is your generic, you know, big size running back will become what the fullback will evolve to will be that, you know, one yard, two yard um, player. Um, and that, you, could, you, that could be tight ends. You could, yeah, it could at, be, yeah. It could you be. look at mm-hmm. Blake Bell for us, the Belldozer, you know, if you wanted a one yard quarterback sneak and you, you don't want to give it to Mahomes, I'll just give it to Blake Bell. Mm. I could see where I could see that going that way. Yeah. Side note: I still think Mahomes should do quarterback sneaks. As long as someone else is reliable <laughs> at doing it, I don't mind other people doing it. Just I think case. no. Mm. I think he just needs to do it. Simple. James, what do you think about quarterback sneaks and <laughs> I mean, if you look at the, how the Eagles do it, it's very effective. You can't knock that. Um, but that's driven very much by that O-line doing a great deal of work, um, taking down the, you know, giving the defensive line no chance whatsoever. But yeah, um, if you line Bell up, you know, everyone knows what's coming and who's getting the ball. So with it, with it being Mahomes, yeah, you do have that slight element of surprise that he may do it or he may, you know, run pass option or, or, on another play. But I don't know. It's it's got to be protect his knee. Yeah, absolutely. Do you really no, no think, do you really think that's, that that's gonna, that freak accident's going to happen again? I just no, but a, I don't want to any, take a chance. But anything could happen on any play. Do you know what I mean? It could. No, but I, I just think you're putting your you're putting your quarterback mm. in a position where they're going to get hit. You're inviting that hit, aren't you? They're possibly a bit too. I don't know. It's you know, Jalen Hurts has got away with it. Will he do it as much now where uh, he's got paid? I don't know. Well, he's got two guys shoving him from behind, hasn't he? I'll yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I'll remember uh, in Dublin, I was sat next to Tom and he said to me, they're going to ban that play next year. And I was like, yeah. And they... They didn't, they, it, though, did they? No, it got it got proposed and they, they, they didn't. So prepare to see a heck of a lot of that um, next year. That'll be... That'll be all over the league. Everybody will be doing that next year. 
you just got to stop teams earlier, I suppose, haven't you? Yeah, don't let them get to fourth and one. Yeah. The problem is, it's like <laughs> if it's on third down for a yard and they, they do a quarterback sneak, then, yeah, maybe you shouldn't let them get nine yards in two plays. But when you've got four downs... You've done well to get them. You've done well to get an NFL team to third and three, third and two, and if they run on third and two, <laughs> they don't get it, and they're fourth and inches. It's, it feel like you'd never feel like you're never winning as a defense. But you wonder are they practicing defending against it? You'd have thought teams would be coming up with something. I just don't. I, I don't know whether it's just a really effective play because I mean, a guy trying to fall forward instantly with two guys pushing him on his back is going to be effective or whether I know a lot of people broke it down, but how just like how low the Eagles got. So unless teams are, are going to be working on being just like ultra low on those, on those downs and maybe you put different personnel in. I, I just, I have no idea. Don't think, someone... I don't think you can counter it. I mean, I'm just thinking of rugby back in the day when you could just go into a scrum uh momentum was a massive thing if you got down there first and engaged um and the offensive line is always going to have that because they've got the snap count you're going to risk going early and going low as a defensive line you're going to there's so many um offside calls or you know it's just there's no way of counteracting that getting getting low and quick i don't think the only way is possibly standing up tall and going over the top and trying to stop the, the quarterback but well, didn't Chris Jones try that in the Super Bowl, if I remember rightly? He, he did have one play where he tried to go over the top and he just got nowhere. Like, they just <laughs> took the his knees out. Ca- the Chiefs did counter it quite well. They got a offensive line full start, which pushed them back five yards, and then Jalen Hurts fumbled the next ball and, ball and picked it up for a touchdown. Pretty good way to counter it. Just get an offensive uh, full stop. <laughs> it's the only it's way you can not, stop it. Not a sustainable way of camp. No, no, no. It's it's pure luck. But <laughs> seems like the best method you've got at the moment. Is, uh, you can get, I think, like you say, if Chris Jones can't go over the top and stop it, then I, I don't know what, what hope there is. Yeah, well, that, that, that can interestingly uh, smoothly segue us onto our next topic. Chris Jones. Um, so he hasn't reported for camp. Last I checked, he wasn't there today. So that's what four or five days at camp he's missed at fifty mm. grand a day. Um, James, on a scale of one to ten, how concerned are you about this? I mean, concern-wise, you've got to be you've got to be nine tens of out of ten, surely, because. You know, those players don't come along that often. Uh, he is the Chiefs' um, defensive line. Everything goes through him. He creates the pressure, the double teams, and allows what we do. But at the same time, um, you know, players are not selfish. Selfish is the wrong word, but I think they deserve to get paid. Um, but there's that whole thing of, you know, once you've won a couple of Super Bowls, it's easy to say, I want to be with the team for life, but there's also, I need to get the money. Uh and we're walking that very fine line of it's next man up mentality to a certain extent. Um, you know, as long as you can keep your key, your build around Patrick Mahomes, he can't do, he can't get your sacks. He can do the other side. Um, so do we go out and trade and then rebuild as we have done in other positions? Ideally, you want to keep him because he's a bit, he's a difference maker. But um, yeah, 
worried, but I'm sure they'll find a solution. I'm just trying to see how much he's earned. He's earned $67.4 million in his seven years so far. So this but is I, eight, this is eight yeah, year. Is this his eighth Yes, this year. is eighth year, yeah, yeah. So if I'm correct, the last time this Chris Jones thing came around, he sat at camp as well, right, for a bit? Yeah, he did. Yes, yeah, yeah. If I'm totally honest, I'm actually like, on the scale of one to ten, I'm like a two. Because I don't yeah. think I don't think he want uh, if I, and I'm not liking it like that, all like that. I think he knows he's good enough to just show up and play. I don't think he's that asked about being in camp. I think he's probably quite enjoying not being in camp right now. Bit of leverage, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be running up and down hills and doing sprints. And, and I agree with uh, that. He, he won't, you know, it won't matter. His performance no. will still be there if he came in later on. But, you know, I just uh, I think as a player, he's a big mm. difference in the season. So we could realistically, I mean, concern generally that we don't re-sign him quite high because the Chiefs, like I've talked about before, Michael, some of the Chiefs is our superstars are getting older and we can't replace them. Um, and not even like replace Kelsey like for like, it's not possible or re- replace Chris Jones. It's not possible, but you can't even, we're not high enough in the draft anymore. To be able to get these blue chip players on the defensive line or at, or at wide receiver, we've seen it. So that's what concerns me. Like I feel like you have to resign Chris, but maybe you can wait to the end of the season, tag him, and then you might just have to take the hit and pay more. It's dodgy. Uh, the tag is yeah. $33 million. Yeah, but I mean, they're on about paying him. He wants 30. So <laughs> and the cap goes up. So is it really that big a deal? I mean, you'd you'd have you'd want to do a you'd want to tag and do a deal anyway. You wouldn't want to tag and play him, but I mean, ideally they get this deal done before preseason starts. But I mean, it's a massive deal to do in what three weeks. I generally think uh, he'll play this season because he'd be mad. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to sit out, is he? The problem comes next year, like you said, with the tag. So, what would you do then, Joe? Would you extend him? Like, are you, are you willing to pay a 29 pushing 30 year old defensive lineman 30 million a year? I think he's got one more contract in him. Um, and I think, you know, words, words are easy to say that he said, you know, he wants to be a chief for life, et cetera, et cetera. But he's certainly a big part of that dressing room. He's certainly a big part of the culture. So that goes a long way for me. Uh, Chiefs have been trapped in long contracts with all the players previously. And, you know, we don't want to get back into that. But I think, you know, it, you look at the market. I mean, the Rams messed the market up by paying Donald what he's worth anyway. Uh, if it was in the 26 to 28 million region, I'd probably say yes. Um, but it's easy for me to say that 28 million sounds a lot of money for me and 4 million you can leave on the table. But, you know, I suppose when you're talking, when you're earning that, 4 million is a lot of money. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, that's the region I go to. Um, just because I think, you know, we have to leave a little bit, you know, that four million difference between say if he wants thirty and we can get him for twenty six, that's a couple of veterans and a couple of a rookie class potentially. Yeah, I I wonder how well you could structure it so that optically it looks like thirty million a year, but <laughs> like in in actuality that fourth year is stacked full of cash that he's not really going to see and in yeah, reality it doesn't really it's, a, exist. it's actually 
26, 27, 28. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think I'd want to go much higher than 28. No. But I kind of I also think yeah you, you have to sign him because what kind of message does it send out if you don't to your he, he's one of your blue chip players and if you're not willing to re-sign your blue chip players like that's that's not a good look to the rest of the team I don't think. I was quite shocked last year how high the Chiefs were with sacks and things because weren't we like really high? About fourth and fifth, yeah. Yeah. And we started really slow as well. We didn't have a great yeah. deal the first few games. For me, I've I've never thought that the Chiefs get like organic pressure, like just generic straight up pass rush. I, I feel like they have to manipulate things to get that. And I feel like Chris Jones is the only one that feels like he could beat someone off the snap and just just ruin a play. Whereas well, the rest of it did... is like blitzes and different look at things. Look what they did last year. Like you you could tell which offensive lineman the Chiefs didn't respect because the Chiefs would line Chris Jones up against him. <laughs> so if someone's right tackle was shit, on third down when it's a key play, Chris Jones was playing defensive end for us because you knew he mm. was going to beat the right tackle one-on-one. Um, and you knew if they had a bad guard, he would be lined up over that guard. And they mm. would like they kept walking Nick Bolton up so that the centre had to at least honour the fact that Nick Bolton might blitz and then Chris Jones has a one-on-one with guard. He beats him. Thank you very much. Mm. Um, job the Chiefs done, should like. do that. The Chiefs should do that every single play next year. Just line him up there so we get. I, I don't know how you stop that unless you're guessing. I no. feel like yeah, it's you so have clever. To, you have to honour it. Um, but that, that's another thing. Is like they, that's why the whole Chris Jones playing at edge a couple of off seasons ago was so overblown because. Really, that's exactly what the Chiefs should be doing, is just putting him in the best position to succeed constantly. Because he's so good. Just keep doing that. It doesn't need to be like, oh, he's playing here, he's playing there. He's, play- he's playing wherever most effective. Like, he doesn't Defensive need to have weapons, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. It just seems weird. It seems weird to me how overblown that all was. And really, you just, you're just playing wherever he's effect- most effective on that game. You've got to and sign so, him no matter what because he's so key to the defense. So we're all agreed he needs the long term deal. Like you can't mm-hmm. not sign it like this. Trade him. I'm I mean, com- trading him. What what would you get in a trade for him? Like I I thought two firsts before you even start talking because hey, he wants to be played as the best paid as the best defensive tackle mm. in the game. So. If he is the best defensive tackle in the game, then you want good compensation. I messaged Charles about this last week, and he was like, you ain't getting two ones for him. Um, two years ago, you might have got two ones for him, but now, now it's not going to happen. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think you got two ones for him two years ago. I think you could have done. You might have I think maybe at the start of last season, you might have I don't think he was that respected a couple of years ago, if I'm honest. I guess, possibly. I don't think you'll get two ones from now. I completely agree. I don't think two ones are arguably possibly a couple of years ago, but you've got to put the people aren't, aren't going to pay the league price for the Chiefs, aren't they? The Chiefs have obviously shown that you know, they, no one wants to help us out particularly. Um, I think they'll be stingy. I think you'd be lucky if you got a player and maybe a high two, possibly a low one. Right, and then is it worth? No, it's not worth it. No, no, it's not. It's not. But I'm just it, it cuts the stage of yeah. you losing for nothing or. 
I don't know. It's it's like you said before. You've got to try and you've got to try and work around your blue chip players because I think we'll get to the point. It's been great how we've drafted, but do these young players coming through now? You know, like we said about Pacheco and running backs, they've got a Super Bowl ring. So when it comes time to get paid, they've got no less necessarily. You know, the, the loyalty's not necessarily there. They can just go off. They've got the ring, so that's their career sorted. They've got that in the bag. Mm. Some will want to stay and fight, but some, you know, won't. So you've got to sort of show that you're willing to pay a little bit because otherwise questions get asked, as they've done with Tyreek. If you then go to Chris Jones, it's... It becomes a trend then, doesn't it? Yeah. Like you're not paying... You you get known as not paying for production. Because, like, I mean, mm. you, you're in theory, you're paying for what you're going to do rather than what you have done. But in reality, like... Yeah, it's the other way around. It's, you know, you're paying because Chris Jones got 15 sacks last season or whatever it was. And you're paying because Tyreek Hill had multiple thousand-yard seasons. Like, Yeah, the, play, the players want paying for what they've achieved and the, the clubs want uh, to pay them for what they're still capable of, I suppose. It's a fine balance. Yeah. But I also think, though, you look at the Tyreek thing. Tyreek left and then the idea was that the Chiefs were going to use that money and cobble together and I mean ultimately they won the Super Bowl so you can say they they did and they succeeded but they never replaced Tyreek not even to you can't replace Tyreek right but you haven't even solved the position or the hole that he's left in my opinion I still think well, we're I mean, scratching around on offense since, since he left they drafted Skymore in the second Mm-hmm. And Rushy Rice in the second. So it's not like they haven't invested. They haven't, yeah. But I don't they, think... They traded for Kadarius Tony, who's from... I just don't... I don't think they've got a number one wide receiver still. I'd agree. Well, that's, and I, I think there's potential... That's Travis, that's potential. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. yeah well, Kelsey's yes, a wide you receiver. That, yeah, so you're relying on a 30-plus-year-old tight end, which, I mean... Best of the game. God forbid possibly, he doesn't possibly fall the off, best in I I totally agree, but that's also going to that also, yeah that's going to run its course. You you haven't and I mean, who knows? Hopefully Rashi Rice is as good as I think he is, but you just you just don't know. They haven't solved the position, but that's beside the point. Anyway, what what I was trying to get to was just because you save the money and you get draft picks doesn't mean that you solve the problem. Like if you go and get rid of Chris Jones to not pay the 30 million. You've still got a hole there. You've still lost a blue chip player. And just because you've got cap space and picks doesn't mean you're going to randomly acquire another blue chip player. Do you know what I mean? That's going to be cheaper. So you do have to think about it. Like realistically, the chiefs are in like another mini window. Now that is the Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones window. Because realistically, in three years' time, are they both going to be playing? Probably just. You'd like Jones, to think. Jones will. Kelsey. Kelsey's going to be on the edge in three years' time. If if he hasn't gone already. But So our window is like the next three years before then you have to recycle again because we're going to need a whole new offensive identity in three years' time. And if Chris Jones goes, then... They're building the defense out quite young, so you'd like to think we'll be okay. But 
do you get what I mean? You're losing your blue chip players there in the next five yeah. years. Let's just round it up to five years. In five years' time, Mahomes going to be, at the moment, your only blue chip player on the roster. Hopefully, Bolton and Sneed and McDuffie grow into that, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You've got to, you're going to have to pay Sneed at the end of the next year. Then you're looking at Trey Smith, Creed Humphreys the year after. It soon builds up, doesn't it? Yep. Whereas I'd rather pay them to a certain extent based on that. In three years' time, you're still going to get a lot of production from them. Chris Jones, perhaps, as you said, you should still be getting production from him, but there's the risk is inherent, isn't it? Yeah, I've got I've got an unpopular opinion that I don't think we should play. I I don't think we should, as long as the system's the same and it's Veach and it's his um, team, I don't think we should pay cornerback. I don't think you should pay Snead or McDuffie when the time comes. I think you should just recycle. They've got such a knack now of they they've never really invested in the position anyway in the last few years they have and they've hit so i just i wouldn't put put money into that position if you're trying to find a, a way to save money with Mahomes' contract that's where i'd look because with joshua williams and the success they've had with like javarius ward was undrafted like they're really good at finding players for that position so whatever they're doing they're doing right so i'd quite i'd kind of as much as it's going to hurt it's inevitable that you I'd kind of be okay with losing Sneed in a weird way. I suppose with McDuffie you get that extra fifth year option, don't you, as well, being first first yeah. rounder. So you do get your value for him. So we've got another rookie contract from yeah. now, essentially, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. And listening to some of the podcasts on the training camp so far, um Nazi Johnson, is it, and Nick Jones yes. are both getting quite, you know, positive reviews. So like you said, we seem to be hitting on these defensive backs quite well. You've got to save money somewhere, haven't you? Like, uh, although, I mean, th- this could, geez, we're segueing well here today because we can now segue on to the news that came out of Justin Herbert. A two, $262 million, $130 million guaranteed, $190 million guaranteed for injury off the top of my head. 15, Has he played one playoff game? Yeah, and lost, he blew a 30 point lead and lost it. <laughs> Paid 260 million. Um, I have no idea. This goes back to something Duncan says quite a bit. Yeah. Are they more likely to win the Super Bowl now? Because there is still a gulf in quality between Mahomes and Justin Herbert, and yet Mahomes is earning eight, seven and a half million, eight million a year less than Herbert. And so how how do they make up that difference in quality when they've got seven or eight million less to spend to do it? It's this is why I really hope as much as I'd love Mahomes to be the highest paid quarterback because he is by far and away the best and he does deserve it. But Patrick, if you don't look for that, you've still got half a billion in the bank from your ten year contract. Mm-hmm. And Every year that you don't look for more money, that gap between you and the rest of the guys goes in your favour more and more. Mm. Um, it just increases your chances of Super Bowl winning because it decreases everybody else's chances because now they don't have the money to spend. You can get like the Kirk Cousins scale out again for for Herbert in the sense of I, I think he's a million times better than uh, disrespecting him like that, but. When you when you look at Kirk Cousins, he's got paid all that money 
and he's 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 just never oh, going to be able to push them over. He's never going to be able to push them over the edge. And this is exactly what Duncan's saying. Is Herbert going to be able to elevate a team to push them over the edge by seven and eight, by whilst taking an extra seven and eight million cap space because he hasn't done it with this super team that he's got while he's been on his rookie deal, and then surely everything just gets harder now. And the the charges, I'd be really, really concerned if I was them as 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 a fan because I'd just be going, we're he's he's just slightly too good to let walk out the door, but it, they're going to end up in this constant cycle where they're drafting in the twenties, but not actually achieving anything. And you can't do anything from the twenties. And uh, so you, almost, you almost get to a point, don't you? And you're right. He's too good to lie at the door, but do you as a club think, right, he's not going to win us a Super Bowl? We're going to have to pay him the going rate, which fair play is, you know, we're getting. But do we do we sell into a team and get, you know, a couple more draft high draft picks and, re, and try and reinvest in the next quarterback, see if that works, just to keep the cost down? It's a tough decision, but you know, the league's paying these quarterbacks this sort of money at the moment, and I suppose the longer they leave it, the higher that inflation goes up. I think the answer to that is yes, um, and I had that same thought process um, when you went through. Herbert's contract this morning, James, and I was like, would you not just trade? Someone would give you two firsts. Yeah, I agree. At least, possibly even more, because you could sucker someone into it. And if you've then got the ammunition to go and get uh, Caleb Williams or Drake May, um, whoever the the other guys are coming out this coming year, but those two are the two which seem to be one and two. kind of at the moment like if you know Herbert isn't the answer to winning the Super Bowl you need to go and find what is and um, get five, five more cheap years out of it don't you exactly yeah exactly and you can stack your roster around him and you know hope that that works but paying Justin Herbert 52 million a year to win a Super Bowl when he couldn't do it and he was earning six or seven million a year that I I I don't get that. <laughs> From like purely a fan's perspective, and this is really kind of it would it never work in in a building in a in a in a team front office. But realistically, if your quarterback hasn't taken you to the Super Bowl or a heartbreaking AFC or NFC title game loss in his rookie contract, like. Honestly, you might as well just cut ties because that's the best chance. I know you could say they're growing and developing as players, but you've either got it or you don't have it, in my opinion. And you've seen what can happen with with Mahomes, how quickly he rose, and then um, with, with the Eagles last year. It's such a hard decision because jobs are on the line and you don't want to make the stupid decision of letting him out the door and he goes and wins it somewhere else. But what do the Chargers think has gone wrong? Because they're basically saying that he's perfect and everything else went wrong. Because that's what they're saying. Because if he has, he's played one. You've paid all that money for one play, one playoff appearance, which they royally cocked up. So <laughs> Chargers are like, charge it. Well, they are, but you, you've got to think. Well, otherwise, you get into the Jimmy Garoppolo situation where you just—that's your quarterback, Derek Carr—is at the Raiders, and that's all you've got because you're, you're stuck in that mediocre 
haven't got the you know the, the draft capital to do a great deal or challenge mm-hmm. and let without selling a couple of seasons worth i agree I, I, it would take a brave gm and a very very understanding fan base to mm-hmm. to work that model but i generally think that's a way forward that you you, t- you take your your swing justin fields for instance the bears if he does okay in the next couple of years but doesn't get to that playoff or that you know like you're saying or the, the super bowl cut your losses so you can get a couple of you know a first and a second for him or something and, and reload I okay. think if if you don't make the playoffs or you don't win a playoff game on your rookie contract, I would let you walk. Because like you you've had three maybe four opportunities to get there, the team's tooled up around you, and if you couldn't do it with a team that's tooled up around you, I'd pay Joe Burrow because I mean he made it to the Super Bowl and he's shown he can do that. But I, like Josh I, Allen, Josh Allen wouldn't have paid at the Bills because they've choked in the big games time and time again. So I think, but he's got the only thing I'd say about Josh Allen, he's got to them. And you know what I was saying about having like a heartbreaking title game loss? Like he genuinely had won that game. Like there's only two people that had, that could do what we did in 13 seconds he couldn't we he had, couldn't have we had he couldn't have minutes. yeah but he couldn't have done any more in that situation so for me for me i would have paid josh allen but that's that's different you know i, I think if i am with the bills i'm thinking he, he's got us close enough to get in there yeah it's, you know will i get better in the draft possibly not but i think with herbert and a few others you could i think burrow is definitely one you'd pay be interesting to see when they do pay him how many they can keep around him because obviously they're lucky they've got the two wide receivers still on rookie deals, but Chase will be need paying another couple of years. Uh, there's a few that will. So yeah, and um, I, I tell you what, we're doing well with the segues here, lads, because that leads me superbly into my next point. So I was on uh, another podcast doing the AFC West preview last night, and we were talking about the Chiefs' uh, record at the end of the season. Uh, and I went for 14 and three. I think we'll lose a a stupid game to someone like the Bears, and I think we'll have two, there's two other teams on our schedule that genuinely concern me, and those two teams have two top quality wide receivers and some degree of a running game, and one of them was the Bengals with their wide receiving core, and the other one. Although it pains me to say it because the three of us are all going to be there. I think we'll lose to Miami in Frankfurt because mm. the Dolphins are built to beat us. Um, are there, I suppose, we'll do records first. I mean, we were talking before we started recording, so I have an idea of where you're both going with this. But records first, Tomo, and then James, and then... James, who do you worry about us losing to? Tom, I reckon, I reckon we're going to be like uh, 13 and 4. 13 and 4. Or 12. Okay. 12 and 5. I'm close. 12 and 5, 13 and 4. Who, who actually, no, we'll go, we'll go with James next. Where are you at, James? I was 12 5, uh, but I'll go 12 4 1. We'll get a tie in. Oh! Oh, I like that. <laughs> just throw, just throw it take. in there. <laughs> take, like, we'll tie with the Bears instead of losing to them. Um, so what? Who on our schedule 
do you are you both concerned about? Like, is there anyone who you are uncomfortable playing? I'm interested. Okay, I'm interested. Obviously, Bengals I think is a tough game. I think the Eagles is going to be a tough game because they'll want to come out and try and prove something after the Super Bowl. So they're the two that stand out. I think the, Eagle, we'll, the Eagles we get after the bye week, which is yeah. a massive thing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does it does game plan for us. We tend to have a good record coming out of the bye week, but I still I think that's a game that they'll have, they'll have circled, as will the Bengals. Um, I generally think we'll lose the Broncos this year. I think they'll really. Yeah, I think um, I think their management will have them under control. I think there will be a bit of a different team. I think that'll be the AFC one we lose. You know, when you, like we use the Chargers game, I think it'll be the Broncos this time. Do you think the Broncos will be good this year, or do you just think they'll beat us this year? I don't think they'll be good this year. I think they'll be a imp- much improved team, but I don't think I think they'll have that one win. You know, that AFC West lot, uh, loss will be them this year. Uh, and, and do you think they'll be improved because of Sean Payton, or do you think Russell Wilson's going to rediscover? I think Payton will have a better game plan overall uh, than they had last year. Um, that's not that's not difficult in fairness. Yeah, three of us could have come up with a better game yeah. plan. So yeah, I, I I think Wilson may be a bit more restrained under someone a head coach with a lot more experience and and work to a different game plan. But yeah, I mean that's to be seen. And the other games, I think uh, in fairness to Tom, I mentioned these earlier before we uh, before we came on is the Jags were much improved last year and they're only going to improve. And the Lions again are, are an unknown quantity. They were improving drastically last year. So yeah, there's a couple of teams in there that. Are, you know, unknowns to a certain extent, I think. Hmm. Uh Yeah, I, I have the con- I have concerns about start. I don't. I, I think the lines is. I think the yeah. I think the lines is a tricky game, but I think at home, I think I think you have enough. I think then, I could see us losing one of the Jags or the Jets. I could see them both being like tough games. I th- I'm with you, Neil. I think. Dolphins could cause us a problem. Eagles could cause a problem. Bengals and then Chargers last game of the season. I could see us going into the Bengals game as a one seed battle. And then going into the Chargers game with nothing on it. And then desperately fighting to get in the playoffs. And they ended up beating us in a game that doesn't really mean anything for us. So then my kind of concerns would be Jags, Jets, Dolphins, Bengals and... To be honest, you've got to throw the Bills in there because I think the Bills were the best team in the league until the, the Hamlin thing happened. I think it took a lot out of them. I also think they peaked too soon. Um, but that doesn't mean they can't cause us trouble in the regular season away from home. Oh, that's at home. That's at home, yeah. There's a lot of teams in there. Again, it's a tough schedule. Like last year was a tough schedule. Yeah, it always is. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading a message we got here. Um, the Chiefs have placed John Ross, the wide receiver, on the reserve retired list, according to the transaction wire. Record holder for the fastest 40-yard dash at the Scouting Combine and ninth overall pick in 2017 has decided to retire. Oh, man. Fresh, fresh off the press. That's interesting. I mean, his career has wide receiver. Yeah. Well, his career hasn't really gone the way he'd hoped, and I think the Chiefs took a punt on him. But I'm—I mean, I don't think anybody was really expecting. And I mean, this is ultra sad, right? If he's retiring, but I don't think anyone was really expecting anything of. of it's not a game changer. Him. I don't think anyone was expecting even 
four hundred yards off him, to be honest, going into. Yeah, he was all. He was always a. If it works out, it's it's a a beach type move. Bring him in, see what you've got. If if you can, if you can discover some of that pace, he's neither. You know, he's a player to give a chance to, isn't he? But yeah, shame for his career. Um, So many promising players, and sometimes the promising players don't come off, and the ones that you're not expecting blossom. It sometimes. You know, CEH, like you said before, first round prick compared to Pacheco, seventh round. You did scare me then, though, because I thought for a hot second you meant Justin Ross. Yeah. Who that would have obviously also not have been a major surprise, but would have been incredibly sad for him as well. But obviously his journey continues. Yes. Um does does that change anything in the wide receiver room realistically then? I think you're so far really down the list it? now. In all the sort of fifty threes I've seen, he's not been he's always been on the, the been fringe on and not been in the talk. It's sort of Justin, then John uh, on the sort of fringes. Yeah. It's, so. Tell you one thing that does does interest me is that we were sat here this time last year, Neil, doing doing podcasts like this going what is this offense going to look like how are they going to cobble it together and because they won a super bowl it very much seems this offseason that they've earned the right to just do what the fuck they want because no one is questioning <laughs> no one is questioning the fact that there is like n- hardly any wide receiver talent on this roster like, Pro- proven proven, proven. Nice. yes i'll give you that <laughs> i'll give you that but i don't i mean I like Kadarius Tony, but someone in one of our WhatsApp groups described him as this is going to be the Arsenal Wilshire relationship, which I can a hundred percent I'll give credit to whoever that was. But that I think is it was that is nail on the head vibes with with yeah. Kadarius Tony. Love him, but can't trust him. So Sky just Moore, for Sky just Moore. for our American list, just for our American listeners, Jack Wilshire. <laughs> um, Kind of played for Arsenal for a number of years. Yeah. Um, as in, Incredible. he sat on the treatment table for a lot of a number of years. Mm. And he earned himself the nickname Jack Wheelchair. Um, yes. Because basically <laughs> that was where you found him more often than not. Well, um, beat when he was playing. but Yeah, yeah. I, I was standing player talent. when he was playing. Yeah. But just couldn't stay healthy. But, but then you've got Sky Moore, who I'm just going to be honest, don't like. But... <laughs> Jury's out. I'll I think, give him. I I'll give him benefit of the doubt. But I think Moore will have a breakthrough year. I think he's going seven fifty yards at least this year. I think. I think. I hope I, so. I, but... well, he needs to. He needs to. I, Tony, it's going to be a loss. But then, if I look at last year, yes, he scored a couple of touchdowns and we had the great Super Bowl run. But he was sort of in and out with injury, and more often than not, anyway. So we never really got to see him as that number one ride receiver that we're possibly linked to having him this year so i don't know it's uh we couldn't go back to air raid mahomes again because defenders aren't going to know which what right receivers we've got and what they're going to do no No route runners uh, right runners necessarily my worry is people can just run straight at man coverage on us now and nobody's going to get separation because you just double kelsey and then who's who's getting the separation and like neil you spoke last year so many times about Juju's conversion rate on third down and that's gone out the window and I just and then I look at MVS who is just another one he's so hot and cold I just 
I don't I just don't see it again but they've earned the right to do what they want <laughs> and you just all got to suck it up and take it and I hope it pans out yeah pretty much isn't it yeah um, and that's why the Dolphins are set up to beat us as well because they were in a heck of a lot of man coverage they blitz a lot and they've just added Jalen Ramsey and we haven't got the threat of the deep ball anymore like I mean you can chuck it to MVS he's quick he's tall but it doesn't mean he's going to catch it you know what I mean like yeah in fact but I've never seen Mahomes so off the page as another receiver as MVS he's got to be the most Mahomes misses MVS constantly and I'm not saying that's on Mahomes or on MVS but they just haven't seemed ever on the same page apart from the one game against the Bengals where he was just unbelievable but I just don't trust him either you couldn't rely on that for a season though could you no I mean if MVS Watson's the same Watson seems to have a connection with Mahomes but again hot and cold games Mm. yeah again you wouldn't want to rely on Watson either uh, no. the, the problem with the wide receiver room is that there aren't any of them who you you would want to rely on. And there's upside on all of them, but there's bloody big question marks on them. On most of the teams, or, they'd be your third choice. Yeah. Oh, there's, no one that, yeah. There's, there's no one that really even screams second choice. No. You just got to, you just legit just got to hope Rashi Rice is an absolute baller, which I think he is, but it's, well, it's a rookie. He was your draft crush, mate. You know, it's, he was. I think he's a. He's the, he was the one you wanted. He is. Well, yeah, but his skill set. It, it's still like watching a play in the championship and thinking they can do it in the prem, isn't it? Like he's still got to go and do it. Like he's a good player at that level. And with all of these rookies, and that's why it's such a crapshoot. Is you've got to hope that they they can do it at the next level. And you're putting a heck of a lot on him. And to be honest, you're putting a heck of a lot on, on Sky Moore as well in his second year. And you've just got to hope that, that like James, like says that he, he does have a breakout year. And it's a, it's a poker move, isn't it? It's a, it's a, I'm all in and you're pushing your chips to the middle and mm-hmm. hoping one of them sticks. Yeah. We have got Kelsey and that's, that's what I tend to, I mean, it's going to sound criminal, but like you tend to forget, Kelsey when you're thinking of the wide receiver room and he is such a massive part of the offense but you just don't want to be that kind of tunnel the, vision um, the other tight end that was a bit of a camp crush last year that's coming back and you got oh, an IR. Beckman or something like that something it begins like with that. B um, I wonder if I can find a quick roster depth chart depth chart as uh, I keep talking just to because they, they had a bit of um he showed some catching ability nice i've i've promised myself i'm not falling in love with, with <laughs> Pat, i'm not falling in love with camp we crushes because darwin thompson broke my heart and <laughs> and like i mean fortson has never quite made it and so many camp guys that have been told are just just bushman. so good and bushman. matt bushman yeah, I'm not going to fall in love with Matt Bushman. Prince's, <laughs> Prince's issues, uh, camp crushes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Um, again, again, running backs. You don't have to draft my mate. Just allegedly, yeah. he can catch. He's not dropping anything as well. So we'll see when the bats come. Can he play wide receiver? Well, that's going back to the uh, <laughs> to Tom's point right. earlier. He, he might be <laughs> a wide receiver, running back. Yeah. 
I think he's, he's going to be on like no money, any like in in NFL terms. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, like the the difference in the money in the NFL is is bonkers. <laughs> he's going to be on nothing because he's undrafted, right? So or is is he undrafted? Yeah, I think so. I can't keep track of who's who at the at the end of the draft this year. Some of the undrafted players can be on more than the seventh round and sixth because they can negotiate, yeah. can't they? So it's mad. And then if you, I heard this on a podcast the other day, if you play more than your contract is expecting you to, you can earn extra, like there's like a league fund um, for rookies where if you're like a seventh round pick and you rush for a thousand yards, you can basically double your money. Um, I'd never, I'd never heard of that before, but apparently it's a thing. Apparently, like, players start turning their phones off, don't they, like, halfway through the seventh round? <laughs> so that they don't get, like, draft calls and that. Yeah. Like, quite mad. Yeah. Fair play to him. I hope he does well. But I won't fall in love until he's on the field week one. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, wait till they get... Uh, I'm waiting till they get pads on before I make any judgments about anybody. The best... What, what you need to realise about camp at this time of year is... I don't know about you guys. I've got like notifications on like on different websites for chief news. Just no news is good news. No news is good news because the worst thing is those season ending injuries at this time of year, man. Like you've heard of a few of them already and they're just such a horrible way. Like in camp, like. So just, oh, Nakeem Hines for the. Yeah. Birds, like sat on a jet ski, tears his ACL when someone rams into him like that's. That was harsh. Yeah. I mean... No, he didn't can, even make it to camp. What can you even do? Like, I swear, the Chiefs, were, I swear the Chiefs were at camp when this happened, though. I was like, what are the Bills players doing? Like, Chiefs should have had a vacation, like, two months ago. Doing <laughs> yeah, on a jet know. ski. I didn't know jet skis were that dangerous, man. Like, how has he torn his ACL? Like, how have you torn it? Like, I'd imagine if someone had, like, like crashed, you broke your leg or something. But how has someone crashed into him and he's torn his ACL? Haven't a clue. <laughs> fishy that is. Fishy that is, you know. <laughs> Freaky accidents. Yeah. Yeah, no shit happens. That's, that's um. Nah, that's, that's fish. Is. I reckon that's fish. Is more to that story. Uh, maybe we'll find out in time. Maybe he was on a boat with Tyreek and that happened. There you go. <laughs> Possibility. <laughs> Tyreek um, said that he's going to retire. When he's a Hall of Famer, he's going to go in the Hall of Fame as a Miami Dolphin. Did you hear that? I didn't. No, um, I that one. He's stirring some shit for the, the Germany game, isn't he? I don't. He's gone. I don't care. Like, it's... No, no, yeah. Say, say what you're going to say, Tyreek. You know, yeah. Chat away. Like, yeah. you missed out on a Super Bowl ring by not staying. Um, so. I so. really. That that week ten game is going to be so interesting, man. Because yeah. two has got to make it to week ten before them, and I don't even mean that as a joke. Like like, it's going he's to be a so concussion away from an ended career. Yeah, I know. If he gets another one, can he really even? Are they going to wheel him back out? Like, the league might even have to step in and say no, that's enough, because obviously they face a lot of criticism for letting him play and everything that went on last year. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Can, uh, can the league do that? I don't, um, I don't, I'm not saying they can because obviously it's the financial implications to yeah. Miami, but um, 
at some point they're going to be asked questions, aren't they? Yeah. Well, he's got to be up for being paid soon, right? Like next year, saying, I think. Next yeah, year, so. same same year as Burrow, wasn't he? Yeah. So he'd do well to even. I mean, uh, you wouldn't give him a second contract as of. Actually, it was the same year as Herbert, wasn't he? Because didn't Herbert go five and two or go six or something like that? Were they, were they all the oh, same? Oh, the other way around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bur- Burrow was in that draft as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. Was he? But was Burrow one in that draft? Yeah. 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 Two or two. Yeah. And it's. As it's. I, I the thing with the Dolphins, I'm not sure how much it matters who the quarterback is when you've got Waddle and Tyreek and they they have like a half a million running backs who are all pretty handy. Put a game manager in there. Skylar Thompson looked all right in there last year when he kept filling in for um for Tua. Chiefs are generally like we always look slow on defence to me. Like they they look quicker last year, but like yeah, it scare me the jet sweeps and people getting to the edge on us and all that sort of stuff. But hopefully this year will be a bit quicker with Carl Aftis and and the dude I can't pronounce his name that we drive. Felix, just leave it. At <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Drew Drew Tranquil's the big one there for um, mm. covering middle of field on nickel and dime packages. You forget um, about him, man. He, he's going to be a good little player for us this year. I, I think, think he was a think, really good signing. I think he's going to earn himself a, um, a longer stay than just the year, I think. Yeah. I think I think he's coming at the right time because it's I think it's pay Willie Gay year next year. Yeah. So be him, between him and Tranquil, and, you know, there's a chance. You, obviously, you're going to pay one of them potentially. So I, I think they pay Tranquil and let yeah. Gay walk. I think this is why Tranquil's here, man. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I, I agree. think you're paying him less. I mean, you're going to pay Tranquil like a quarter or a half of the money you'd have to pay Willie Gay, and you say cheers, but no thanks. Yeah, and then you let Willie he's going to go. go he's going to go the Raiders. That's going to be my early shout that Willie Gay ends up on the Raiders. He's a, he's got Raiders written all over him, I reckon. Do you see Marcus Peters signed for the Raiders? Yeah, yeah. How is yeah. he still? How is he still knocking it? But that's that's a plus. That's a good but thing they, for the chief. They have they have nobody. The Raiders like they have Max Crosby on defense, and you might Mate, as well gonna, have three of us next to him. I think they're candidates for like proper like top five pick job. Uh, on the podcast last night, I had them at four, four and thirteen was my prediction for their record. Yeah, um, I think they're in tank for one of these these dudes, man. Yes, Before, but I. I think they're not quite bad enough to do that. Adams will still go for you know decent. Yes, I think Adams and Crosby will spoil their ability to tank. So unless the pair of them go on, so really. Yeah. But yeah, top five draft pick. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. I'm intrigued by the Eagles as well. Just randomly, I've just got the the schedule up here. I I could see the Eagles falling off. I I think a lot went right for them last year. I just. I just wonder if Hurts can keep it up. Yeah, I was going to say, is, 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 does the league now catch up with Hurts and say, right, this is what he does? Yeah. Because that was his proper first. I know he had played a bit the previous year, but that was his breakout year, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you've got to have your counterpunch, right? Because Mahomes came out flinging the ball all over the place and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you ain't doing that anymore. So well, just got to take, well, take, like, take like his best skill away from him. 
now you got to beat us with everything else. And but the Chiefs they're a year older than the Eagles. They fought everybody back and like. Yeah, what the Chiefs forced him to do was roll to his left and then try and throw. And so if you if you watch back the Super Bowl, he's constantly being flushed to that side because they knew he wasn't as strong throwing that way as he is if he was rolling to his right. And so you'll quite possibly find a lot of teams try and do yeah. the same and kind of push him in that direction and you know see how he responds to that. Yeah, well, they, they lost quite a few on defense. I know they've sort of re, retooled a little bit, but. There were some big, you know, big stops to give him more chance on the ball. Yeah. They did all right in the draft, though, on that D-line. Yeah, 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 they did. They did actually yeah, they, saying that. They, they could still be pretty good there. Yeah. That's the, yeah I forgot about that. Um, right, we got anything else as we just clip past the hour mark? Uh, no, more like when are we going to be, what's the plan, do you think? When do you think we'll be back? Because what is the next, what's the next big event is probably going to be, you've I'll got tell the you what, opening game of pre-season, when's Cuts? It's, it's two and a half weeks away is the opening pre-season game. Oh, is it? Should we have a watch party? What time's that on? It, it's on 6pm <laughs> on a Sunday. Rashi it's, Rice party? Sunday the third. Oh, you have to have rice for dinner that night. Yeah, we'll all bring a rice dish. Curries. Everyone has a curry with rice with it. Yes. Genius. <laughs> Love it. Pilau That's rice. Perfect. Chicken fried rice. rice. Egg fried. Chicken. Whatever your favourite yeah. rice is. Yeah. yeah, you can proper swing it whichever cuisine you want there as well. Yep, yep. You can go yep. Chinese, go Indian, uh, either. Spanish or... Oh, yes. good shout, James. I like it. Thinking. Yep. I mean, I'm from Birmingham, so I'm going curry, but, you know, you do you. He's from the I'm old from, Mark. I'm from, the I'm old... from Wales, so Chinese, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> the old, the old, <laughs> the, <laughs> the old Marbella risotto. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so I, I would imagine we'll probably go weekly from now on, because there should be in, enough for us to waffle about. Yeah. Um, all being well, we will have the return of Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports in the next couple of weeks. Uh, our most listened to podcast of last year was our AFC preview with Frank, um, who does his um, his preseason deep dives into teams. Um, and he is, I think he's at number five at the moment. Um, so he's nearly finished. And spoilers, the Chiefs haven't appeared on this list yet. So um, there's Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Eagles, 49ers are his top five. But I don't, I'm not sure what the order is. But um, hopefully he will be on in the next couple of weeks with us to to talk all things AFC and um, kind of probably more focus on our competitors than on, mm-hmm. on us. But um, we'll see how that goes. But all being well. Before the first preseason game, I would say we will have him on. Ooh, sounds good. Um, right, I think that'll do us for the night then. Um, okay, thanks, Tom. Appreciate your time as always. Thank you, uh, James. Pleasure to have you on. Hopefully, we will get you back on again if you've in any way enjoyed this. Yeah, no problem. Cheers, gents. Being back. Are you uh, coming to Germany, James? I am indeed. Um, so I'm there we go. Fortunate to get a ticket in the uh, American pre-sale, but um, I was going to go anyway. I think it's one of those ones that it'll be a weekend, a fun weekend. So, you know, if you were un- unlucky enough not to get a ticket and you fancy a, a trip out with some like-minded folk, I, 
I definitely enjoyed taking the plunge, meeting some of the Arrowhead Abroad guys, uh, Newcastle, Kansas, and, and Dublin. I um, wish I'd done it sooner, though, because uh, it's, it's nice to talk Chiefs with people that, you know, have similar interests and backstories as well. Completely agree. Yeah. So that'll be um, good. We'll be able to have podcasts from Dublin. Yeah. Uh, not Dublin. From Dublin. Well, we can do it from Dublin. Well, if you you're like, doing it from Dublin. Right, you're doing it right now. Yeah. Germany. Yeah, we can do one from Germany, I'm sure. Yeah. I'll take the microphone and pass it around again like we did in KC. Yeah. Um, but that'll work, yeah. Um, okay, right, that'll do us for tonight. Um, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, give us a review, give us a follow. It's it's always nice to get feedback, even if you tell us to shut up because we know nothing. Um, it's still nice to know what people think. Um, we know that. Yeah, we know that already. Yeah, <laughs> it's not news to us if you tell us that. Um, but yeah, any feedback, much appreciated. Any reviews, much appreciated. You'll find us on the usual socials, or at least on Twitter or X, whatever it's called, still exists. Uh, you'll certainly find us on there. Um, but I think we're safe from one kingdom to another. Goodbye for now. <laughs>